to Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, I'm really glad you've joined us. Actor, writer, and director Tyler Perry has been in the news a lot this week. His new studios in Atlanta are an absolute marvel. They cover 330 acres and house 12 sound stages. And the whole thing is built on a former Confederate base, which indirectly highlights the importance of the fact that a black man has constructed all of this on that site. But while Perry's achievement is being praised for its significance to black Hollywood, it's difficult to ignore the characters and stories involved to make the money that made all this possible. Think of his Medea films, for instance, and the way they portray not just black women, but the entire black experience. Think of the intense criticism he's received for making money off of black stereotypes. Does this mean that Perry's new studio is somehow compromised? Does it mean that black people shouldn't be celebrating the ascendancy of perhaps the most powerful black movie maker of all time? Joining me now are a couple of guests who've been thinking about this and are here to unpack the implications of the new studio and the films that Perry profited off of to get to this point in his career. Dr. Kimberly Moffat is Associate Professor and Director of the LLC Doctoral Program and Affiliate Associate Professor of Africana Studies at the University of Maryland in Baltimore County. She thinks a lot about media and representation. Dr. Moffat, welcome to Detroit Today. Great to have you here. Thank you. And in a few minutes, we're going to be joined by someone we talk to a lot about these kind of issues on Detroit Today. Damon Young uh, is half of the uh, podcast, the wonderful uh, blog and podcast, uh, Very Smart Brothers. And uh, we're waiting for him to get to the studio to join us, but, uh, but we, will have him, uh, we will have him in, uh, in, a, in a minute. Um, uh, Dr. Moffat, uh, I'm going to start with you. Let's okay. just talk about Tyler Perry and his work and his studio. Sure. Um, I think this is a great accomplishment. Um, he is doing something or has accomplished something that no other um, black producer or director has been able to accomplish. And I think that is um, worthy of uh, recognizing and appreciating as major achievements um, for such an individual. I think as is um, based on what you shared at, during your opening, that a number of us, and I am one of those included because of a lot of the research that I do on mediated representations of blackness, that we really struggle with um, some of those representations. Now, I think it's important to uh, remember that I do absolutely embrace the notion of the black community or communities not being a monolith and that there's only one way in which to live this experience. But I do believe that Tyler Perry in particular has a way of um, presenting just a unidimensional reality of black life in America and has certainly been able to profit off of it, but it also then limits just what we can see um, of ourselves on screen and on television as possibilities of who we can be. So, so you're not bothered then by Medea, for instance, a character. Oh, I am. Oh, you are. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was going to say because you know I, I I can't watch those films myself. I I mean I just I I can't sit through them. Nope, I've I, never seen um, a Medea film nor a stage production. 
Um, I'm originally from North Carolina, so I can tell you that <laughs> it is quite popular yeah. um, and has tremendous support, in particular by his um, black female audience as well as churchgoers who, you know, coordinate church events and, and travel together to see his productions. And I think, again, it's something that should be celebrated because it shows that he does have a bandwidth of connecting to a particular um, subset of black communities. I just think that because it has resonated um, in such a way that it seems to be the only representation mm -hmm. or the simplistic representations of blackness, in America is where I struggle with um, much of what he produces. Hmm. And do you do you feel as though it's mockery of some sort? And certainly, I think the people who go see these films, uh, black people who go see these films, don't feel like they're being mocked. Or if they feel like they're being mocked, they feel like it's all kind of in jest and and good natured jest. Uh, but but what he's doing is is it similar to the kinds of caricature of blackness that we have seen white filmmakers and writers do f for decades? Yeah, I mean, I think a number of individuals. So part of what Perry has been very um, savvy um, and um, certainly successful in doing is walking that fine line between what appears to be. Um, mockery or, um, you know, oversimplifying some of the stereotypes that exist among black women, while at the same time celebrating and putting them right in our face to let us know the significance of the role that they play in our families. And I think much of what you've heard in terms of his own words about the role of black women in his life, that he does see himself is elevating their status and saying they deserve to be recognized and celebrated in a particular way. The problem is it's only a particular way. And I would say even if I'm moving outside of the Medea um, um, franchise that, he's, uh, that he was successfully um, able to create for so many years, mm -hmm. that even some of the representations of black women in general and his other films also are seen as problematic to mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. I find them to be one-dimensional. I find them to be very much a preaching to the choir that there is a particular way that we're supposed to do life as a black woman, and it doesn't give much latitude or range for actually who we can be. And so when I'm looking at works as a black woman, I want to at some point in time see myself reflected, and I have yet to see myself reflected. And so because of that, that's someone that I choose not to watch personally, but I don't think it's um, uh, fair for us to think then we should completely alienate and a producer who has been as successful as he has because he is speaking to a particular audience that does want to be celebrated. Hmm. I also now want to welcome Damon Young, who is co-founder of VerySmartBrothers.com and author of the book titled What Doesn't Kill You Makes You Blacker into the Conversation. Damon, uh, it's great to have you here. Oh, it's great to be here. Thank yeah. you. So, so I, I want to get your reaction as well to Tyler Perry, this new studio, and the work that built this studio. Uh, is this something we should be celebrating as African Americans or just as Americans, or is it something that ought to give us pause? I think both. Um, I, I think that you can, um, you can, you can, you could recognize, you know, the the magnitude of, of what he's done and, and what he did uh, with the with the studio space, 
in this tremendous, this amazing space that exists now with these sound stages and these, you know, just different, you know, basically everything that you could want, everything you could possibly um, want in a studio. And it also, from what I understand, existing um, where there was a plantation uh, before or, or something um, slave-related that, mm-hmm. that in this now exists in place of that. So that, again, that is that is amazing. But, you know, I, I do recognize that 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 a lot of people, a lot of black people, feel almost like this queasiness sometimes when thinking about his work, um, thinking about um, how he depicts us on screen, um, and and so there's this deep ambivalence. You know, I, I would say that he is probably um, the most polarizing figure in in in, Amer- in, in black American culture right now because everyone has an opinion mm. on Tyler Perry where, you know, perhaps you're a fan, um, perhaps you're not a fan, but, you know, it's like hashtag black excellence. And then there's like, well, you know, as as you all were saying before I got on, I mean, you know, you have the one-dimensional depictions of, of black life, of black people, you know, you have the treatment of black women on film where it's almost like, okay, if you do, if you're not humble and if you're not church going, then you're going to die and get AIDS. It's, it, it's just like this very, <laughs> like, like whoa, really? There's no in between? <laughs> you know, you need to go to church, you need to pray, and then, you know, you're going to get a, a, a hard-working, light-skinned man that's going to come and save you. And <laughs> and Maybe you and, should be writing these movies, David. <laughs> and, 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 so, and so, you know, seeing that over and over and over and over again, um, you would you would expect that there to be like some sort of progress, yeah, yeah. with the with the work that he's created. Because I mean, he's been you know he's been making films for what fifteen twenty years now. Sure, sure. And, and I'd like to I'd like to add to that because um, I it reminds me of the early days of Spike Lee, and and I'm possibly dating myself because I <laughs> you know was a teenager when She Got a Habit came out, mm-hmm. and I remember the backlash that people had towards Spike Lee choosing to have Nola Darling and she's got to have it, you know, um, be raped by one of her suitors. Mm-hmm. And, and what I thought was very interesting is because then almost 30 years later, he has the opportunity to kind of reinvent Nola Darling with the Netflix series and in which I wrote about. And you get an opportunity to see his own growth and development wow. where he says, I'm not going down that path again. I've grown. I've gotten married. I know I've got children. I've had other experiences that allow me to see this greater range of what black women can be and that they can be sexually liberated and they shouldn't be punished for doing so. You don't see Tyler Perry at that moment yet. Yeah. We still see the same repetitive <laughs> perpetuation of these one-dimensional characters, in particular of black women, that do make you say, well, is this it? Is that all that can be? Hmm. Yeah. You know, and, and to that, I, 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 will, I will say this, that a um, couple of things. Now, I was talking to Panama. Uh, Panama Jackson, who, um, you know, co-founder of VSB, and we were talking about this yesterday. And he brought up a point that, you know, Tyler Perry, expecting him to do better is like going to McDonald's and expecting there to be <laughs> steak. steak. <laughs> now, <laughs> you know, I, I think that at this point we know we should know what we're getting. Like he, he has a product and his audience very obviously loves this product. And, you know, I, I think it, I think we're at the point now where we could just 
we we could kind of release some of those expectations of of growth and of you know of progress and and perhaps the growth and progress for him is what he's doing off camera. Yeah, maybe that is the representation of that growth, the example of that growth of that growth, not progress. And and also too, you know, I don't I don't know if Spike is his best example of growth. Well, <laughs> no, but I think at least we get to see the growth. I, I mean, think I'm, he is. This yeah. isn't about justifying or or um, um, advocating, you know, the, the level of growth that Spike Lee has done. But I think it's a wonderful example of being able to see kind of these moments where there is some kind of growth and what people are um, doing and the work that they produce. And for me, I mean, maybe you're right, Damon. The, the idea that <laughs> Tyler Perry has now decided to retire Medea um, is a part of his growth. Um, I don't know if he's going to be able to uh, pull it off and, and maintain it because I think it's so much a part of who he is and what people expect of him that I'm not sure that folks are going to be um, most excited and certainly committed to following him as an um, audience if he moves completely away from something that's such a staple mm. to who he is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I want to play a clip of uh, a, a Medea film, a, a funny interaction uh, of this character, and then uh, I want to get to the calls. We've got a lot of folks who want to who want to join this conversation. But if you want to talk about uh, Medea or Tyler Perry or these new studios, what you think of black film, black portrayals in film in America, uh, you can always give us a call three one three five seven seven one zero one nine. That's three one three five seven seven one zero one nine. You can also go to the WDET Facebook page and put comments there, or go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today. And we'll try to work you into the conversation. Uh, let's take a quick listen to a clip from one of uh, Tyler Perry's films that feature Medea, and then we'll get to calls. Excuse me, I said I was waiting for that spot, lady. Well, it's my spot now, Grandma. Lady, lady, look at lady, lady. Let me explain. Lady, let me explain something. Lady, let me explain something. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. She gonna make me tell the K and the B off of this Kmart. Uh, you know, it, it's funny, I guess. Uh, but but it, it, again, Damon, you were right. You sit there and you're a little queasy listening to that, thinking I, 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 this is not the the kind of thing that uh, we want to have black the black experience sort of portrayed as uh, uh, on film. Uh, you know, at the same time, I I, I know how popular. That is, and I know that people think it's funny. I, I guess in some ways I compare it a little to, and I, I want uh, the two of you maybe to react to this, um, think of a character like Jeff Foxworthy, a white comedian who made a lot of money and was very popular uh, talking about white trash, right, uh, or redneck, uh, the idea of what a redneck was, or a comedian like Larry the Cable Guy, who also makes fun of his sort of low-class white background. Um, it, it, obviously, it's very difficult and fraught when you're trying to compare the black experience to other experiences. But here we kind of have some direct, uh, some direct corollaries. Is there a difference between what Tyler Perry is doing and what some white producers or actors or writers do to make fun of themselves? Kimberly, I'll start with you. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I, I struggle with that because I would say Tyler Perry would not even care um, <laughs> about 
that particular stance because I think he has such um, an affinity towards the group that ha- or groups that have um, supported him over his career that he doesn't even care how others are thinking about this. It is all about revering and celebrating those individuals that do have a role in our society because they do exist but he has been able to just capitalize off of it and be successful by, you know, making sometimes a mockery of it. But I think it's also important, for at least for me, because I've been doing this for almost 20 years now, and I do think that there is something to be said for there being a diversity of representations of blackness. I do not feel like we are stuck in the same spot of believing that we have to only show certain images of who we are and our lived experience hmm. in order for it to matter, because all of these experience, experiences matter. Where it becomes problematic if that was the only one. And so if we looked and we said 1910, that Oscar Michaud was the only one, and he was putting out uh, representations of blackness that we found completely offensive and not um, a representative of the entire black community, then I can see why we would have that response. But in 2019, for me, I think it's important to understand that we aren't a monolith and that we are made up of several communities, and some of those communities look like what Tyler Perry produces, Mm -hmm. and he should be able to do so. But we should also be able to see the multitude of representations that give a sense of blackness in a much different light. Mm. Uh, Damon Young, we, we often say in the black community, look, it's okay if we make fun of ourselves. It's okay if we kind of show the things that we find funny about our culture, and it's not okay if somebody else does it. Uh, Tyler Perry, I I think, I guess, is leaning pretty hard into that space, but but is there a difference between that and what we see from comedians like Jeff Foxworthy or Larry the Cable Guy? Are are those parallels that, that give this further cover? Well, I, I think that those those, par- those 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 analogies work to a point. Um, you know, where we you know Foxworthy, Larry the Cable Guy, even going back to Andrew Dice Clay, where he was um, playing a character, mm-hmm. um, the, the the Dice Man. Um, you know, and those, you know, those characters represented or depicted like a certain a certain community, a certain demographic that was a certain demographic within whiteness, um, and not the collective white experience. And 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 so you know, you could argue that. That Tyler Perry is kind of doing the same thing with Medea and with um, some of his other, you know, movies and characters. But I think even going past like representation, um, you know, we we also can't forget that besides it being a, a thing that's for Black people, that's created for Black people and created for a certain um, certain type of Black person, some of his work has been really deeply homophobic. And deeply transphobic, mm-hmm. and and so there there is the point. Yes, he is creating these things that are for us and that reflect us and whatever. But I, there is also space to criticize the depiction, and and not just because oh we don't want white people to see us this way, mm-hmm. but because some of the themes in his work are kind of harmful to to some of us too, mm-hmm. and and that point can't can't be neglected when when considering just the totality of his work and his impact um because again i um 
you know, as I said before, I mean, there, there's there's so much, so much ambivalence. There's <laughs> so many different ways that you could that you could assess just his work and his impact and and what he means. Because again, you know, he is creating a product. Mm. You know, and he is creating a product for for a particular population. Sure, um, we're expecting, anticipating this growth. He does not seem that interested in it. And also we're in a place where there are numerous other, you know, places where we can go now and get, you know, representation. We could watch Atlanta. We could watch Chicago. We could watch This Is Us. We could, you know, there there, there are, you know, dozens of shows that exist right now because there are dozens of different platforms and networks that, that showed them where we do not. You know, Tyler Perry is not like the end all be all. He's not Walmart <laughs> right, right. right now. Yeah. You know, we can go find us other places on screen. Yeah, I think that's a really important context to, to add to this discussion, too, is that it, things look really different than they did when Tyler Perry was starting out mm-hmm. making these films uh, in Hollywood. Okay, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to continue the conversation about Tyler Perry, black Hollywood, black film, black portrayals in film, and we're going to get to your calls. 313-577-1019 is the number on the phones. We'll be right back with more Detroit Today. Listening to Detroit today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. My guests are Damon Young, who is co founder of VerySmartBrothers.com and author of the book, What Doesn't Kill You Makes You Blacker. Also with us is Dr. Kimberly Moffitt. She's an associate professor and director of the LLC doctoral program and affiliate associate professor of Africana Studies at the University of Maryland in Baltimore County. Uh, She thinks a lot about media and representation. We're talking about Tyler Perry, who opened a new mega studio in Atlanta this week, a huge, huge operation where he wants to make films about the black experience, presumably, and he's done a number of things uh, in constructing those studios that are about inclusiveness. At the same time, Tyler Perry is a pretty controversial figure, not just in the African-American community, but in America. The portrayals that he puts on screen of black people and the black experience are pretty stereotypical. What do you think of all of this? Uh, have you seen the Medea movies? What do you think of them? Uh, do you think it's possible to separate those stereotypes from the work he's doing to try to honor and support people of color in this new studio. As always, the number on the phones is 313-577-1019. That's 313-577-1019. You can also go to the WDET Facebook page and put comments there, or go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today, and we'll try to work you into the conversation. Let's start with Sean in River Rouge. Sean, welcome to the show. Hi. Hey. Hi. So two things. First, um, I, I, she touched on it early, but I think we need to get out of the mind frame and the mindset that every piece of art that is shown and produced for the masses needs to be a full representation of who we are as a people. Hmm. Um, as far as I know, like the Medea character, I, I, I can recognize with her and identify with her because my grandmother, who was a registered RN, she had a, a quite a few Medea moments when I was growing <laughs> up. She, um, so she knew how to code switch, and I think we, we're so worried about someone looking at us and saying, this is a, this, we're one-dimensional, and this is what we are, and this is all that we can be, 
that people don't take the time to realize that we're multifaceted. So although I may be Medea-like, I can also be a professional walking to a room and have everyone stare at me and think that I'm just defining things as sliced bread. So I think we as a people need to get out of that mindset that every movie, TV show, portrayal <laughs> has to be a representation of us as a whole. Yeah. Because we don't do that with any other culture. Yeah, Sean, that's a really great point. Uh, the, the idea that maybe we're making too much of the expectations for someone like Tyler Perry to sort of carry the the full load of of black representation in his films. I really appreciate the call uh, and the comments. Um, let's go to Brian in Detroit. Brian, welcome to Detroit hey, today. Hi. Hey, go ahead. How you doing? I'm I called about uh, Medea movies because I've seen three Medea movies at the movies: the two ghosts, the two boo movies, and then Medea goes to jail. And they were pretty good. But then that they recently that she had a movie that came out that was a uh, about it was a drama about a woman who uh, was a, a attacked by her husband and it was like a really good drama. So I think that you know she does those kind of movies, she does those kind. But people all you talk about is Modia movies, not the. You feel like drama. Tyler Perry is 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 maybe more diverse in in his own yeah, they, work. They just had a recent movie that was uh came out last last year. And it was a really violent drama about a woman taking revenge against her husband. Huh? Yeah, I don't. I the I, name of it, but I don't remember that. Yeah. And I certainly, I, 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 definitely did not see that. So, Brian, you feel like focusing on Medea doesn't do Tyler Perry right. justice. Right. And he did. Uh, remember, he did. He did a movie in Detroit where he was uh, the, the detective. Uh, I can't think of the detective's name, but he was a detective. Mm-hmm. The same one that uh, Morgan Freeman played. Mm-hmm. He made it in Detroit. Yeah, Alex Cross. Yes, Alex, Alex Cross, Cross. Right, he right. did that movie in Detroit, and he played a detective. Yeah. So we got to, you know, go Bri- for more than just the Modia. Because I mean, if it makes money and brings money into the community, why not? Yeah, Brian, I I, I really appreciate that perspective uh, as well. I think that's a really uh, fair comment about the way in which people are reacting uh, to Tyler Perry. Uh, let's go to Aaron in Detroit. Aaron, welcome. Good to the show. morning. Hey, how are you? Good. So, listen, just three quick points. Uh, first one is maybe it's not something deep. Maybe it's just about the money, taking advantage of an opportunity. Uh, and, and, and the reason I say that is because uh, as he's uh, made money, he's continued, like one of the guests said, continued to make the same type of movies, mm-hmm. right? So... Uh, and the, the Spike Lee comparison is offensive. Once Spike had two quarters to, run, to rub together, he immediately started addressing issues that affected black people, real issues, and started making movies uh, uh, that addressed real issues. But maybe it's not deep. I'm thinking about the art imitating life, life imitating art thing where uh, 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 some hobo in the alley will throw some paint up against a, uh, a canvas and somebody will find it and, and then all of these uh, eggheads go to talking about how deep it is and maybe he meant this and maybe he meant that. Maybe he just threw some paint up against uh, a, a canvas. Maybe it's not that deep. Maybe you guys are making it more than what it is. Maybe he's just an opportunist, an American capitalist that's taking advantage of a situation because he's a part of a group of people and he recognizes what he can sell to them, just like a drug dealer changes whatever drug he's selling to whatever the customers wow. are buying. Aaron, that's so a, maybe he's just selling what he can sell. Yeah, that's a pretty searing take on uh, what Tyler Perry is doing. I want to get to our guests to 
to react to that. Uh, Dr. Moffitt, is this just about capitalism? I think the point that I'm going to echo again is I think that um, this is exactly why Tyler Perry decided to retire Medea this year is because he knows that he's interested in going in another direction. Mm. And, I mean, I think at this point he he has six shows in the works for Viacom. Um, so, and they are clearly not linked to Medea, which is why he did his kind of, you know, conclusion tour this year of that character. So he clearly does have interest in going in other directions. However, I do think he knows who his audience is, I know that he is committed to that audience because those are the folks that were with him from the very beginning, and he wants to continue to give them life by celebrating them on screen. And so we'll still see some of the same unidimensional representations that I've seen of black women in particular in his films, but I think it works. It it has been successful. They feel heard and listened to and affirmed, and because of that, he is able to be successful with even the non-Medea franchise movies that he creates. Hmm. Uh, Damon Young? Yeah, and I, you know, I'm just thinking about him and um, and thinking about just you know some of the questions, particularly the last question where you know he uh, the caller compared him to a drug dealer, <laughs> um, and I, I I wouldn't go that that far, but I do think it it, it does um, you know compel you to 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 kind of take a step back and just think about this from just a general capitalistic concept. Mm-hmm. Um, context and you know is all is all money that comes into the community even if the money you know eventually does good is that good money like is it does it does it matter you know if if these depictions are problematic if he's bringing in millions and is able to do good things with the millions so so I think that's a really that's a really important question and it it gets to something I was thinking about earlier this week. We, we kind of live in a time where we're being challenged to separate a lot of people's art from their personal behavior, right? You see all these people getting into trouble uh over over sexual assault or sexual harassment and uh, there's this debate about what to do with all the great art they created. I see Tyler Perry as kind of the flip side of that coin. Here, we're talking about somebody who I think there's almost no question he's trying to do really important things in terms of opening up access to people of color in Hollywood, but the art is the thing that's problematic. And and I think it kind of asks the same question from a different perspective. Yeah, definitely, definitely. It's, it, and, and again, it's like, what do you, what do you do with this? Do do we just continue to, to um, consider it to be like fast food, right? Um, yeah. Or you know, or is there a deeper and greater responsibility for for Tyler Perry to, since he has this platform, since he has this power, since he has this ginormous studio, to evolve and to to collaborate. Also, too, because that, and that's that's another point about Tyler Perry that's been a, a, a frequent point of criticism, is that you know he is pretty um, unilateral <laughs> with with his with his work with mm-hmm. his with the direction with with his production and perhaps if he had a more collaborative spirit with producing and creating his shows, then there might be I guess more diversity with what's depicted 
on screen with him. Yeah. Um, and there's also, you know, there's also been, you know, and I, I don't, I'm not an expert about this, but there's also, I know, been um, some criticism with how he has treated, you know, the people behind the scenes, like mm-hmm. some of the writers. And you know, I guess there's some issue with the union, with Writers Union, too, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that has been, you know, that, that also exists. So, again, all of that, all of that matters. And, and again, all of that, again, makes for just this deep ambivalence when trying to assess, when trying to put his, his work and what he's done in the right context, because it's 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 extremely complicated, and extremely complex. Yeah. yeah, it is very complex, and I. But again, for me, I think that's what you know the concept of blackness is. It itself is complex, mm-hmm. and that there is room for him at the table, just like the many other voices. And while I struggle um, personally with those representations, there are a number of other people sitting at that table that allows me to partake in. Um, something else that's different than what he has to offer. And I think even as, you know, for those of us that are teaching these issues about representations in the media, that while we want to, the the biggest piece for me is just teaching people how to engage media and make determinations of what are the representations that resonate with them instead of believing that what is being given to them must be blackness and so now they must enact or participate in it. Mm. That there needs to be more agency and that agency only comes through us being able to give people the tools to understand how to engage media. And, I mean, Tyler Perry is very unidimensional, very simplistic with much of what he has produced. And it's not, again, just in the Medea films. In my personal opinion, it crosses the gamut of his work. But I think that there are audiences or audience members who desire that connection and to be affirmed and celebrated in his works. But so, too, are so many other individuals who are out here producing works for us to also be able to see ourselves reflected and to know that there's something else out there. Okay. Damon Young, co-founder of Very Smart Brothers and author of What Doesn't Kill You Makes You Blacker. Always great to catch up with you here on Detroit Today. Thanks for being with us. Uh, Thanks for having me. Also, Dr. Kimberly Moffat, associate professor and director of the LLC doctoral program and affiliate associate professor of Africana Studies at University of Maryland, Baltimore County. Uh, It was really great to have you here as well. Thank you so much. All right. Up next, we're going to talk about a really cool fundraiser going on during the Detroit Free Press Marathon. Stay with us on Detroit Today.